got Amazon special right here. I was Ooh. I bought one to test it out to see to see what what we could get going here. Mm-hmm. See uh, you know, what we would have to do to get the right equipment and stuff. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will probably not buy one of these chairs again cuz this chair is whatever, but uh, something along this lines. I actually I, I think when we get to the point where I'm building out a more flushed out studio, mm-hmm. I think we'll go with chairs that are stationary, don't have wheels, mm-hmm. so that it's like a more like built thing and not like moving around. Yeah. Not like something that's implanted in the ground, but something that just doesn't move. I I, I understand the like the idea of a chair with no wheels on it. Yeah, that's I, not like yeah, a chair with no wheels. Uh huh. It's not planted to the ground. Oh, I thought when you said no wheels, you were just gonna. <laughs> Solder it to the fucking you're ground. You're gonna fucking drill holes in your floor and then put bar stools. No, I meant. Well, I think I, I just wanted to clarify, in case there's any confusion, because I think I said implanted into the ground. Oh, I don't know why I said that. Maybe I didn't say that. Maybe I'm just crazy in my head. That's mm-hmm. all too possible. So, Mike, Jen called me after work today, mm-hmm. and we're on the phone for maybe thirty seconds, and. All of a sudden, what the what the fuck was that? And I'm like, what what did what like what? Assuming like someone ran in front of her car or like I don't know a tree fell over or something like that. Yeah, these things happen. And she's like, there was like a big light in the sky, and I was, in my head I'm like, so like lightning? It's raining out maybe? I don't know. Like wh- like what? And she goes, I'm pretty sure I just saw a UFO. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't think that's what you saw. Well, you're not here, so you didn't see it. But mm-hmm. I saw a UFO and they exist, so you're a fucking idiot. And I was like. I'm like I'm not like coming at you. I'm just saying I don't think you saw a UFO. I mean, maybe you did. I don't know. Did you see a UFO today on your ride over work? I was home all day. Wait, you didn't work today? No. Mike, we could have did this at any time. You said you were good to record later, and I said yes. And then we started sending pictures of eggs, and then that was the end of the conversation. So I didn't know what was going to happen next. <laughs> Wait, is your start now, is it now of your off every Friday? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I took yesterday and today off, and then next week I'm working until, you know, I don't have Thursday or yeah. Friday. Cause of, and then I'm off the following week, and then I think the next two weeks after that I have Thursday and Fridays off. Jesus, up until fucking nice. Up until, I don't know. You have week. fucking Star Wars off, right? Yes. I, yeah, because it comes out the 20th. I think I have the 19th and 20th off. Word. I'm excited for that. Mm. Well, I wish... <laughs> so I kept looking at the clock, and I was like, I feel like Mike usually gets home by now. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to bother him. Maybe he's eating or taking a nap or whatever. Like yeah. he's, got, he's got stuff he's got to do, yeah. so I'm not going to bother him. We've been fucking home the whole time. We could have got this done earlier. Like, we could have already been fucking eating Oreos and, you know, about our about our lives. And now we're here... With the rest of you lovely people listening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new delicious episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me this evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Do it. I thought you'd be excited that I used the fucking prequel. Yeah, I mean, I saw it. I just, I didn't read the context of, like, the actual tweet. So, like, I don't even know what it 
if it belongs there it's just fucking do it come join us tonight come fucking hang out in the fucking on the podcast you know come okay. come watch the stream while we fucking record this shit you know what i'm saying uh-huh do it oh okay you know anyways yeah. how you doing tonight mike yeah. i guess how you doing today i mean you you get no excuses you've had a day off two days off yeah you have four days off in a row yeah you should be feeling very good you should be like we could have got fucking breakfast this morning we could have oh, went, I, to... I went to ugly mug yesterday <laughs> what the fuck? i went there at like one in the afternoon oh i was, couldn't have done that yeah i went in there one in the afternoon it was like it was so nice to just kind of walk in they're like yeah just so whatever you want i was like cool it's funny that that's what you bring up because I was going to tell you after this, mm-hmm. I was going to be like, hey, should we maybe get some fucking ugly mug tomorrow? But fuck you, Mike. Yeah. This is some fucking bullshit. Here's what their cinnamon <laughs> roll looks like. Oh, was it good? Uh, eh. Wait, why didn't you t- text that to me in the middle of the day yesterday? That would have pumped me up. That would have been like, oh, all right, I got something to look forward to the rest of my life. Yeah, I didn't want to bother you. I think you were saying something uh, about, I forget how that day, I think... I think at the time we were talking about uh, uh, the new Half-Life. I think Todd was like asking questions about it. Oh, I didn't respond to any of those. Todd was very busy yesterday. Yeah. I didn't respond to any of those text messages. But I would have stopped everything to respond to a cinnamon bun. Yeah. Now, on the Michael Desir scale of cinnamon buns, from, cinna, from Cinnabon to cinnamon bun, how, where's this rank? Uh, probably... Uh, Bottom half. Bottom half. Bottom half. I don't okay. think I'll get it again. What 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 puts it at that in that rank? Uh, I didn't care for the consistency. Like it was too gooey or too crispy or. It really just seemed like a a dry cake that happened to have some like icing on it. Yeah, I guess it's so. It, it was like a phoned-in cinnamon bun. Yeah, I mean the food there typically pretty good. As a matter of fact, I got like I got a breakfast burrito. Okay, because I, I feel like that's a new thing for you. Well, I was like, I was just here, right? I don't want to get French toast again. Why? It's not like you are you eating French toast when you're not there. Like, are you cooking French toast on on your fucking leisure time at home? No. Yeah, so and I don't. At home. I don't think it's like far fetched to. Like, I usually rotate between pancakes, French toast, waffle when I'm there. Yeah. French toast in the bottom half, because I prefer but I, pancakes. But I typically just get French toast. I'm like, well, you know, let me try something different this time. Then I just kind of showed up on a Thursday. Okay. Okay. Thursday. Thursday. A fucking Thursday. I think I should probably, like, realistically... See, I just love pancakes. But realistically, I should probably do french toast more than i do pancakes simply because of the three of those things i don't own a waffle iron Mm -hmm. french toast is not a quick process Mm -hmm. pancakes is the easiest thing to make out of those three so i could theoretically make pancakes whenever you want whenever i want where the other two take a lot more effort more ingredients well Mm -hmm. actually i have no idea what goes into making waffles well i do but i don't have waffle iron so it doesn't fucking i could have sworn waffles are just Pancakes that you just pour into a waffle iron. I mean, I'm sure you can do that with pancake batter. You may be able to. I mean, there's also. I mean, yeah, baseline you can, but you can. I mean, you can you know spice it up a little bit. That's you can get get some nice cornstarch bar, corn starch? meal. I I didn't mean to say cornstarch. I meant to say cornmeal batter and like oh. get a little nice thick crunch in there. Mm. Um, I mean, you can do some things. I mean, I worked in a restaurant for a long time, so like I I actually know how to make food, but I don't have a waffle iron, so. 
I'm not. So and that's going to be a Christmas gift, a waffle iron? No. I don't, don't do that. I uh, probably wasn't going to get you a gift. Yeah, but like if Jen like sends you a message, it's like, what, what should I get Brendan? <laughs> I would be like, give him a waffle iron. Don't, don't do that. Does he actually <laughs> want a waffle iron? I'm like, I don't really know, but I think if you got him one, he'd probably use it. I mean, here's the thing. At, when, at, at some point, like I'm going to, well, when I have a household, mm-hmm. like... I mean, you, you can you can lay it out here right now. You can be honest. I mean, you can be honest. I know I know other people have been honest in positive ways, and if your honesty is a negative thing, I hope it's not. But if it is, I won't be offended. But you know, I feel like people look forward to the post Halloween party breakfast mm-hmm. because they think I cook good breakfast. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you fall on this line here. Um, I think. I oh, just shit. enjoy oh, no. getting food for free. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I'll take that as a yes. As a as a as Like a I go stellar. to Ugly Mug because I'm like, I don't want to make breakfast. Someone needs to give me breakfast, but I can't just wander over to McDonald's again and get myself an egg McMuffin or like a big You egg absolutely egg. can. I could, but Ugly Mug in your breakfast is like, well, you know, it's not healthier, but like there's something about it being like it was like freshly cooked as opposed to whatever they cut off of the grills yeah. at McDonald's. Um, the point I was trying to get to is the bacon's, bacon's, the really bacon's where it's at. The bacon's really my specialty. That's a, the that's pancakes a, are good too. That's a no, oh, thank you. That that is a high compliment because uh, those are the two things I think I end up eating anyway. I mean, typically it's it's a hefty amount of pancakes. Uh, my specialty bacon, my specialty uh, hash browns. I don't have the hash browns. You don't like the potatoes? Well, you're not really a big potato guy. We talk about this. Um, And then there may be some other things. Like I know some years I do like my my little uh, chorizo hash, and uh, uh, you know there may be a few other things. But for the most part, it's that. And then if somebody requests eggs, I will make them eggs. Mm. We usually have Jen do it because eggs I'm not really good at doing because I don't eat eggs, so I don't I don't cook them. Yeah. But. I will learn to cook them when the point I'm trying to get to is when I do have a household at some point. Mm-hmm. One of the things I want to be... Have an omelet station? <laughs> sure. Well, I, I ideally, in like a perfect world, I want to have like a flat top, like griddle type oven or a stove top. Like so I can cook like on a flat top. Like that would be fucking amazing. But in general, I want to have a good kitchen setup so that I can... Just cook really fucking delicious breakfast for people. Because, right. yeah, I mean, I'll be like, hey, Mike, it's fucking Saturday. What are you doing? I don't know. All right, come over. I'm just going to fucking fry up some shit. Like, I'm just going to make some shit right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if it's a flat top, like, hold the phone. We can get some good burgers going on there. Not at breakfast. I mean, or maybe at breakfast. I don't know. We can get some good burgers going. Maybe fucking slice up some fucking steak. Do a little steak and cheese action. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike, so many options. The griddle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm getting excited. That That's like... <laughs> Not like top tier life goal, but like if I'm in my best possible life, I have a good kitchen set up in my house. That's part of the plan. Okay then. So, I like to cook. I like food, and I like to feed. So like, it makes me happy that one of your takeaways from breakfast is that it's cooked and it's okay. Yeah. Or good. The bacon's good. That's all that matters. I I won't reveal my recipe. Uh, no, I can't do that. Don't reveal your recipe. Keep People ask all the time. I know. I can't do it, Mike. I'll tell you someday. I, I don't. I'm never gonna use it. I, 
but you'll at least be able to laugh at the you'll scoff at in the faces of the people that want to know mm-hmm. how about uh, this how does Brennan do it like I don't know oh he's just buying it straight from fucking Whole Foods and he's fucking slapping it on his chest I don't know it's a pig in the basement Mike that's disgusting and you, gotta, you gotta get the ham somehow how about this I'll trade you the secret I know what you're gonna ask me no <laughs> god damn it no. Is it something I can say on the podcast? Go ahead. I will, tra- I will trade you the recipe for my bacon if you tell me what German hat is. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that. No. <laughs> so, I, have we ever brought that up on the podcast before? Mm. I, a little backstory here. Or I guess you tell the backstory. Because I don't even understand the backstory. I don't remember the backstory either. Other than Dom and I and a couple other guys... We had come up with German Hat Day for whatever reason it was. Wait, there are other people that know about it besides you two? Yeah. <laughs> what? Anyways, keep going. Yeah. So we came up with German Hat Day. It's like not something like exciting or anything. It's just we have it. It's, I guess you could call it an inside joke at this point. It's It's inside, well. On the inside. It's almost like an inside joke with like... There's like a door you can get inside unless you're Brendan. Because I feel like we've told people in your proximity that yeah, I, was like... I, I know of that. I know you've told people in the past in front of me on purpose. Yeah. And those people, lo and behold, have an allegiance to you guys and not me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we still have that. And now I'm actually trying to think if I remember all of German that day. I think I remember most of it. Yeah. What do you mean remember all of it? What does that even mean? Because I couldn't remember like there was a lot of like moving pieces involved. <laughs> like what like what just something about it. Like what is it? Like just something about it. It's a it's a made up thing. Why did you make it up? I don't remember. Because the, this would have been the like... purpose of making it up was not purposely to not tell me, correct? Correct. Okay. It's something that pre-existed. Up until this moment, mm-hmm. I always thought it was. Oh no, we, we, you don't. You're not that special. We just came up with it, but for a reason, we chose not to tell you what it was. Okay. How long have we been out of high school? Uh, let's see. We had our ten-year graduation. I mean, yeah, our ten-year reunion two years ago. Okay. So, so we've been out for twelve. So for at least twelve years, you just took part of that burden off of my shoulders and it actually feels really good okay <laughs> mike there have been times where i've been like yeah. why do mike and dom hate me so much <laughs> no we we came up with this with um yeah a couple of guys i you might know one of them because they're brothers but they didn't go they were like dom's friends the martins yes oh I'm friends with Alex. Maybe I'll send Alex a message. Go ahead. <laughs> Text him right now. <laughs> and she planned fucking Z. I mean, I'd be... Honestly, if he were to tell you, I would just be impressed that he still remembered it. Why? You don't remember it? No, I remember... Like, I remember it now that you brought it up. Uh, it, might, it might not have been... It might have just been Rob, but I think it was Rob and Alex. We're going to need to bomb this right now. Okay. It's really important stuff. This is this is like 
This is top tier podcasting. Yeah, this is exactly what the people want to see. There's a high possibility that Dom might actually be asleep. Good for him. Actually, no, it's Friday. Actually, no, he works on Saturday. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what this guy. I don't know. Oh, I meant to go to fucking uh, GameStop. For what? Dom had told me that there was like a sale on figures at some point. But I didn't know Today? What... He told me this yesterday. Oh, okay. I mean, it's closed now. But yeah, it's closed now. I'm down, down to roll tomorrow. We should move on from this topic, though. All right. Um, Actually, before we get into the things no. tonight, there's a reason why I brought this in here, Mike. Does mm-hmm. this simple safe exclusive, the simple safe home security ring a bell? Simply to you? safe. Yeah, sure. Simply safe. I've heard it uh, sponsored in a couple podcasts. Okay. Well, I'm obviously not gonna like show this to the camera, to because I don't need the world to see my address. Fair. This came in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it addressed to you? At my address. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> All it came in on Monday, all week. Jen's like, Did you tell Mike about this yet? I'm like, No, I'm not gonna tell him yet. I want to show it to him. I don't want to tell him, I want to show him. Yeah, the confusing thing is, I have my middle initial too. It's so weird. Yeah, it's odd. Like, it's not weird that you got spam mail, it's weird that you got spam mail at your address. my address. I'm trying to think, in what circumstances would our. The only thing I can think of is that maybe a Grubhub type app sold your identity? Because you I ordered it to my house? That's possible. I don't because I don't know. You've never ordered anything to my house. I don't. It's not, I don't remember. Exactly. That's the only time I've ever ordered things to your house were were food. Were food. So that would be the only thing, unless there's like something on the internet really trying to fucking figure out how to get you ads, and they found your name and somehow tied it to my yeah, address. But it's also got my middle initial, and I don't think my middle initials in any of the things that I use to order. Is food. it on your debit card or anything? Because uh, mine is so, mine, like that would be the only way that mine would. Mine's show up on, on my debit card, but I'm trying to think if I use that card for, for food. For food, I yeah. might. I don't know. I thought it was funny because I was like rummaging through the mail, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, because because we still get mail sometimes from people who used to live here. Yeah. So like, I just keep that all in the pile or whatever. So whenever I see a name that isn't upstairs or us, I just throw it in that pile. Yeah. And then like I did a double take. I was like, "Wait, what?" So why is why is Mike have mail here under my address? It makes no fucking sense. Anyways, hmm. I laughed. I thought it was a good time. Um, but moving right along here, especially since you've had two two days off, I know you have played with some new tech. We'll talk about that in a minute. Right. Outside of that, have you been playing anything? Uh, I started Fallen Order. What are your? How are you feeling about that? I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but I mean, you have some more deeper impressions now. I would assume. I don't know. I guess it's good. You're enjoying it? Yeah, I suppose. Did you get far or no? I don't think so. I'm on that first planet. The one where you look like Jedi Temple thing? Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, Do you know what difficulty you were playing on? Uh, whatever you had it on, so like this. Not second the hi- to last? Yeah, so not oh. the highest, but the second highest. Um, so I, I read... I must have glanced at this article before I bought the game, but, like, there was some creature on that planet that I guess is super hard to kill. Yes. I've, I've tried to fight it many times. And... Og- Ogo Bogdan or something. Yeah. It's a guy with, like, three eyes, right? He's, like, a giant frog-looking thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Six his tongue at you? Yeah. I think... I think I got lost on the stage. Like, I'm not sure exactly... 
I look at the map. I'm like, the map's in three. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm, I'm walking around. Mm-hmm. And I know in the article it said that you should jump up from above him and strike him. And I was like, oh, oh that's okay. a cool idea. Except when I first encountered him, I was on the ground, like, in front of him already. Yeah. Like, Oops. So. Yeah, and I kept going back in to fight him. Yeah. I, I did that a couple of times. And then what ended up happening was I went past him, climbed up the fucking vines. Yeah saved and then did what they suggested which was go over there jump down hit him and then that worked that didn't work for me the first couple times like i did it he took damage but then he would kill me yeah so i did was i jumped down hit him like that ran back up jumped down hit him again Mm -hmm. and that did the trick you killed him oh yeah i killed him oh shit see i i'm sure you can beat him on the ground level Mm -hmm. it's just a very patient fight I'm for a very underleveled player, and I'm not. I was not. My mind wasn't in that state of mind right there. No. Um. But you're enjoying it so far, though. Yeah, I'm. I'm still there. I. I don't remember what I'm doing. I guess I'm looking for that temple, or that hut, or something. Yeah, you. You'll find it. It, I'll, it kind I'll of. It okay. is very open, not open worldy, but it is like Metroidy, where it's like a lot of backtracking and like secrets and stuff like that. But on the beginning planet, I felt like even though I was exploring a little bit, it was still funneling me to that mm-hmm. that thing. So, yeah. do I have to deal with that giant dragon-looking guy at any point? Is he on that planet? Yeah, like I saw him from a distance at some point, and then it was another time where I was like in like this big well sort of area and I would look up and I saw him just peeking his head over looking down like dude fuck this guy I I took a screenshot of it I wonder if I can get to it yeah see if you can pull it up because I don't remember that I yeah I don't remember that unless you're on the second planet are you on the second planet it should be the first planet like after I get on that ship with uh, Deborah Wilson I go to (laughs) you go there yeah and apparently I made a mistake going to Dath from here. And I don't know if I can... I don't know how to get back. It's long. It's a long walk back. You can't fast travel in this game. No, you can't. You cannot fast travel. Well, while you search for that, uh, anything else you've been playing? or? Nah, that's pretty much it. So I have been playing two things for the most part. Star Wars has kind of taken, taken a back seat for a moment. And I've been rallying Pokemon and finishing up my my thoughts and my review on Sparklight. Uh, so on the Pokemon front, I love this game. And I don't know if it's just I love Pokemon or if this game's actually amazing. I think it's really fun, though. And, like, me and Joe are just texting constantly and just fucking going at it. And I love it so much right now. My squad right now is... Like, n- not what I expected my my squad to look like in this game. I am using my starter for now, Cinderace, third evolution. Um, Poltegeist, which is a teapot Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sylveon, which is my favorite Eevee evolution. Um, Galarian Rabidash, who is fucking glorious in this game. And who else am I using? Dreadnought, who is a water rock type, little turtle guy. And who is my last one? Oh, right now, Boltund, who is like, you see Yamper, 
leading up to the game. He's a little dog, electric dog guy. Yeah, he looks like a corgi. Yeah, so his evolution. I'm using him right now. But I've been rotating a lot of stuff out. I'm not really settling on a team. Joe and Cheeto are, like, convinced to get me into a more competitive side of the game. Um, So I may play around with it. I still told him I'll probably not. Like, Joe's trying to teach me how to, like, on the real deep, deep competitive side of Pokemon, there's a lot going on. Like, you want to have, like, perfect IVs and EVs, which are, like, certain values that get attributed to your Pokemon when you breed them. And you want to have, I think it's, like, perfect IVs is, like, having five IVs. And then the EVs, I think, stand for, like, the fucking, like, individual numbers within that thing. Or maybe it's backwards. Maybe IV is individual V value or something. Um but it gets, like, really intense, and I want to have Joe and Chito really... Joe already tried to explain it to me, but Joe was explaining it in, like, vivid detail. So it was, like, as someone who knows about this stuff in Pokemon, but has never done it, it's daunting. When he's like, you want to do this, and this, and this, and this, I'm like, whoa, 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 like, so wait a second, like, all the Pokemon I have now are just garbage. He's like, yes, like, they're they're useless if you want to do this. I'm like, okay. So why don't I just start doing it now? You can't do it now because you need to get a perfect IV ditto. How do I do that? You can't do it now. I'm like, oh, okay. So no matter what, I have to retrain everybody. Yes. And you have to keep breeding the eggs until you find one with the correct nature. But one of the things they changed in this game is they made it so you can... There is a way in the game to change their nature, which is crucial to their IVs and EVs mm-hmm. without having to make a new Pokemon. So I think, again, as a very on the outside, not really in it yet, even though I want them to try to teach it to me, you can change their nature, which is part of the thing you need to get. But you still need to get perfect IV or EVs or whatever the fuck it is. And once you do that, then you can have the correct nature. And then basically Joe said, once you have those things laid out when they're level one, you feed them a bunch of pills, which sounds horrible, uh, but like a bunch of like things that upgrade stats or whatever max out their stats basically and you have to do it when they're level one because if you do it when they're hot if you do it when they're level one it it can reach like the peaks of it but if you do it when they're older or higher level it doesn't go as high so you have to do it when they're level one so you have to basically get everything perfect at level one and then train them up which the training thing isn't like the hardest thing to do literally i could probably just go to the pokemon league put the person in my party and they would level up to 50 or something in the first go-around. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part of it's not actually hard. The rest of it is not, is is where the, the grind comes in. And Joe loves the grind. Clearly, he look at him Monster Hunter World. He's played a fucking million hours of that. So he likes that type of thing. And I like that type of thing, too. I just don't know it. So I have to learn it all. And it's it seems daunting. And it seems like it would be something I have to dedicate a lot of time to. And I just have too many games to play at any given moment. So I don't know if I can actually do it. But I think I'm still going to dip into some of the competitive, at least with them. Because realistically, I'm never going to go compete in any competitive. Like, I have no interest in trying to be at any point a competitor in Pokemon on a real competitive front. So if I don't have perfect IVs and EVs, but like good team layout and good move sets and like all the stuff for my 
Pokemon, I think I could still stand a chance against like Joe and Cheeto. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I, I'm going to try to do. And we'll see. Mm. But outside of that whole thing, I don't know how I went on that whole tangent. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm at the end of the game. I'm actually at the end end of it now. I just haven't I had to, I just haven't finished it yet. Joe is wrapping it up right now. He just uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but he's at the he just mm. finished it. Mm. Um, but it, it's great. It's a the story is is fine. It's not like amazing. I'm I'm never blown away by Pokemon stories. I'm not, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Do you... uh, I think I like the story in black, maybe? I think a lot of people like the story in black and white. Yeah. Um, and it's not that po- it's not that I think Pokemon stories are bad. I just, I'm not playing it for that reason. Yeah. Um, but I, I like some of the characters, except Hop is fucking annoying. He's, he's so annoying. Um, is he your rival? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a clown. He's like your best friend growing up. Mm. So he's like, he's like not, he's not like a Gary Oak. He's like a, he's like a, it would be like if me and you were, we're going to the Pokemon League together, right? Let's fight. All right, I beat you. Okay, I'm going to go and be the champion. You're a little bitch boy. Uh-huh. Like, th- that's what it is. Mm. I don't know. There, there's a lot of things that are good about Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm loving it a lot. And clearly, a lot of other people are. Getting its first week's numbers, fastest selling Switch game to date, mm-hmm. six million first week. It's a lot of fucking, a lot of Pokemans. Yep, lots of Pokemans. Not only that, during that first week, there was a thirty percent, about a thirty percent spike in console sales. Naturally, that obviously a lot of people were buying a Switch for Pokemon, mm. but. That's like pretty bonkers. Um, there is some speculation. I, I follow a lot of people who talk about this type of stuff and talk about numbers, and I find a lot of that interesting and fascinating. And uh, a lot of them are saying that they don't anticipate it to sustain that, like to keep selling really well. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I I think I think everything points the other way. I, I just think that the Switch is very successful. And a lot of Nintendo, especially Nintendo's first-party games, are very successful on the Switch, and they, it has a high attach rate. I think that uh, you're gonna see you're gonna see some big numbers out of this. I'd be shocked if by the end of the holiday season it doesn't hit at least 10 million. But I mean, 13, 15 million, easy. I think could be done by the end of the year, mm-hmm. and then keep going. Obviously, as the as the fucking world turns, you know what I mean? Um, and then outside of that, I've been playing Sparklight. So we have this new double screen set up, and I am try- keep trying to use the Switch remote to fucking move the mouse on the screen, and I don't know why I keep doing that. Um, anyways, a little inside baseball there for you. So I'm, I'm in the process of writing up, finishing up my review for Sparklight. So you can look for that at passcontroller.io when... You want this weekend because it'll be up hopefully by tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, but anyways, so are you familiar with Sparklight at all? It was in nope. at least one of the indie directs. I, I don't know if it was in more than one or not. Um, but it's a, a little indie game. It's a it's a rogue light. It has some rogue light elements. Um, what are you trying to do? I was trying to raise it up, but I guess it just goes down. No, it should go up higher. That should, I don't think that's the highest it goes. 
I think it just sets the low. Maybe not. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but anyways, it, it's, it has some roguelite elements. It obviously, from appearance and, and you know slight gameplay elements, it it looks and plays like a Zelda game, like an old school top down Zelda game. Um, but regardless, it's a top down action adventure game. <clears throat> Again, like I said, light light roguelite elements. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but really charming. I mean, I, the art style. Obviously, I'm a fan of pixel art. I don't know where you fall on that that spectrum. If that's, pixel art, yeah, it's nice. I, I enjoy pixel art. I don't know if it's nostalgia or if it's a little bit of you know both. But I do think that pixel art is a more of a timeless video game art style. Where I feel like early 3D graphics look really rough now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at a game like Super Mario 64 or something like that, like we have nostalgia for it so we probably enjoy it still but i'd be curious to see what someone who doesn't have a history of playing that looks at that compared to their you know fortnite or something mm-hmm. and see see what how they interpret those those graphics or whatever anyways i digress um I'm, i love the the art style it's very charming the music is really good it, it fits the fits the world really well um, I feel like it brings a lot of the world alive in, in ways that, that music can do in games, and they succeed in that front. The gameplay, I feel like, is really smooth. I don't know if it's a Switch thing or not, because I haven't played it anywhere else, but I did notice a little bit of like frame hiccuping at points, not all the time, and not at all, like not all the time, and not triggered by certain things that I could notice, but I did notice it at some points. Um, I actually noticed it more playing it docked and less playing it in handheld. I don't think I really noticed it at all playing handheld. I don't know if that's a, a thing or not. Probably was trying to upscale to like the TV screen. And... Maybe, and that could be what it is. But regardless, it it didn't it didn't bother me to a point where it felt like it ruined any experience for me, and I didn't I don't feel like it it made me die at all. Um, but basically, you you know your part of your goal is to collect sparklight. And you do that by killing enemies, and, and other certain things have sparklight in them. And with sparklight, you can upgrade your character by getting new badges to put on your to on your or new patches to put on your patch board. And basically, the patch board serves as like, like there's some light RPG elements here where the patch board is like okay, you can put this patch on, increases your health, increases your attack, increases your defense, whatever. So you're collecting that type of stuff and through the course of the game and those type of upgrades don't go away uh when i say roguelite you know what that means we discuss it yes okay um uh for the listeners if you're listening you don't know what that means quick overview is basically uh, usually in a roguelike game you there are things that don't you don't keep progress on certain things or you lose certain things or the game resets or whatever there's there's some sort of uh, i don't know loss of progress um where if it was a rogue like i believe you'd lose you should start from the beginning a light and a like are different in that regard um so basically if you do die in this game which you will because i did plenty of times um you lose items and weapons that you pick up that are non-permanent upgrades so basically there are some like gadgets that you can get that stay with your character and then your patches stay with you. And then the sparklight, which I'm so glad you don't lose that, the sparklight that you collect does not go away. So you keep most of the important things, where the other things are just other little things that you get, like 
you get a thing that launches like little missiles up, like, or, like around or whatever. Like there's just other little things that uh, <coughs> excuse me, that you can get that will go away. But those are like things. They're they're more like items you pick up, so you can find them again pretty easily. Um, so I'm I'm liking that loop of of gameplay where you're going down there looking for a spark light. You're also trying to progress in the game, which by doing that, there's four or five different areas and you want to go in there and beat the main boss get his thing go to the next one whatever blah blah blah. when you beat a boss you clear that area you can go back to it if you want but you clear that area and then if you die it stays cleared so like there is like some stuff that stays progressed um but when you do land back every time you die and go back there is some light shuffling around so like the map layout isn't always the same so you don't you can't just go down there and fucking run through it it's different every time um I'm in, I I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, you can read my full, full review at the website this weekend. Um, but if that's a game, like if if a top down action art, I wouldn't say RPG. It has RPG elements. It's not an RPG. But top down action adventure game with some rogue light elements, very very light RPG elements. Sounds really fun to you. It has very smooth uh, controls, very good combat. Um, I recommend it. It's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. It's very charming. It's a short game. I probably. I don't know. I the switch doesn't uh, do a great job of showing you your hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say probably maybe eight to ten hours is probably how long it took me. Um, I did die a lot on the second boss. The second boss was for some reason really fucking difficult for me. Um, but it's a fun game. I enjoyed it. I'm I, I'm excited to finish up my review. So look for that this weekend. Moving right along, Mike. I went to grab the fucking wrong thing again. Yesterday, this week, yesterday, or this five years ago, yesterday, mm-hmm. Amiibos came out. Oh, yeah, don't say. How many Amiibos have you bought? Wait, can they be plural? Is it Amiibo? Is it like is it like a, a, a? I think a, it's Amiibos. Okay, I don't know. I know it's not a capital A. Capital A is an incorrect spelling. Oh. Well then. It is amiibo, all lowercase. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm laughing because like you're like yeah I know how to spell amiibo it's lowercase a and then I look at this yeah. with the fucking squiggle on the Oh I didn't say I was right. Fucking botch that spelling. No right there. there no go. no I got oh, I know, that. I see that one. Anyways, um, I was actually talking about anniversary that was misspelled. Yeah but I you get the point. <laughs> um, yeah but I put a capital A on that amiibo. Yeah no I saw that too. Okay. There's a lot. Listen I I'm not great. Let's just notes. Let's just let's scribble. Let's chicken scratch for me, for my eyes only. Anyway, have you res- bought a lot of amiibos in your day? Um, I feel like I'm probably. I think I did. Um, however, I'm trying to think about them like collectively. I don't know how many I have. Yeah, roundabout. I know that. The majority of the ones that I purchased were all Smash ones, with the exception of, like, say, a couple of Splatoon ones. Okay. Um, do I have anything else outside of that? Maybe, maybe 30? 35? Okay. It's a decent chunk, though. Like, do you care about them still? Uh, I would like, if anything, I probably would like to put them someplace so I can at least, next time someone says, how many Amiibo do you have? I can actually visualize them instead of thinking to myself, all right, I know I bought a bunch, but I left them all 
in boxes and then put those boxes in other boxes and those boxes are like underneath my bed. So I don't really know where most of them are. Do you do you plan on buying more? Um maybe like jokers. Maybe. Of all the new specifically smash ones, Joker's the only one calling your name? Uh No Wolf? No I, fucking Bigly? I want to get I think I do have Ridley's already. I think. And I want to get Wolf's and I think it it was more difficult than I cared. Yeah. Like the old me would have, you know, tried harder and now I'm like, you know what? Maybe these sorts are right for like not keeping these things in shells cuz like I stopped caring about them. So, all right. So I definitely want to talk about that. So, I will bring you back 5 years ago. Mm-hmm. This week, five years ago. That means that also this week, five years ago, Smash Brothers came out. Mm-hmm. Was it... Did the 3DS one come out before? I believe that's how it happened. Hmm. Did the Amiibos come out with Wii U? Or... That that part's irrelevant. But regardless, the first Amiibo were Smash Amiibo. And it was the original 12. Right? Or no, that's incorrect. It was not the original 12. Uh, I have a list right here, actually, because I couldn't remember. Uh, so the first wave of Amiibo, because they used to come on waves, mm-hmm. uh, Mario, Peach, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, Link, Fox, Samus, Wii Fit Trainer, Villager, Pikachu, Kirby, Marth. And I remember going in, I had my, I had my pre-order for Smash at Best Buy, and for some reason... Our Best Buy was not doing a midnight release, mm-hmm. but the GameStop down the street was. Mm-hmm. So I kept my pre-order, but I just went to fucking GameStop and bought the game anyway because mm-hmm. I needed to play it that night. Yeah, and I remember going there, and at this point, I don't believe I had pre-ordered any Amiibo because I didn't know. Well, I don't remember if I knew or not. I maybe I did know. But I, trying to remember right now, I feel like I wasn't sure if what I was going to do with these. If I was just going to buy the characters. I may have only had, like, Mario and Link pre-ordered and Pikachu. Like, I don't think I was like, I don't need a Wii Fit or Marth. Like, I, I don't, I was not, I think that's where I was at. I'm not 100% sure, but trying to remember back, I think that's where I was at. But I remember going in there. And it's pretty packed. Not as packed as, you know, like a Smash Ultimate release would be, but, like, it was the Wii U days. So it was packed for that. Um, and I remember going in there and I remember the few people that were in the front of the line all bought the full 12 and they were coming out with these bags these size bags I've never seen at a GameStop before or really any retail store they were humongous Uh, two of them fucking walking out the first two guys did that and when I got up there I was like, what do you guys have left for Amiibo? Did you pre-order any? No. The nut. And I think that's what started as like a, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Are these a thing that are not going to be easy to find? And they weren't. They really weren't. There were some. It, it was a weird split. And sometimes it was hard to telegraph which ones would be the hard ones to find. Mm-hmm. Like, we Fit and Marth out of Wave 1 were the hardest ones to find. 
And I guess part of that makes sense. Nintendo's probably like, I don't know who the fuck is going to want these characters compared to Zelda, Link, Pikachu, Kirby. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, we Fit, I was able to get at a Toys R Us. That, that specific Toys R Us, obviously Toys R Us isn't their fucking thing anymore, but that specific Toys R Us would help me with many Amiibo in the future. But Marth fucking elusive fucking swordsman there's 800 fire and bleeds in fucking smash there's no marths in the fucking real world Mm-mm. i was like all of a sudden using reddit like i i like it changed who i was i was w- were you in it that deep back then i can't remember it's so long five years a long time i don't over something fucking stupid amiibos like, I remember uh, Marth and We Fit Trainer being, like, difficult to find. Yeah. But I also remember, like, not caring to get them. I think I, unless it was a character that I wanted, yeah. I didn't put any effort into finding Do them. you have either of those characters now or not? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So that's, like, that that's part of it. I mean, I think that's where I was at at the beginning. At the very beginning, it was, like, I don't know if I care about these characters. But then... I, I don't know. I can't remember for sure. It might have been when I was able to find a Wii Fit that I was like, well, I should buy this because it's hard to find. And then I was like, well, I have everything but Marth. I should probably go look for Marth. I don't remember everything about, the, again, it was five years, a long time. It's fucking Amiibo. I shouldn't have this good a memory about this stuff. But with Marth in particular, they weren't doing store exclusive yet, but that was coming. Marth wasn't a store exclusive. But on the internet, in the forums that I was in, it seemed like Target was usually the best bet to find them because, uh, for a lot of reasons. I was constantly, almost fucking more than I want to say I was in Target looking for Amiibo throughout the course of the first initial, like, few waves of Amiibo, um... I kept going in, kept going in, and throughout the, like this process is like part of why I understand a lot of how like Target's inventory system and stuff works now, mm-hmm. and like what DPCIs are and all this like a lot of fucking random shit. Um, but I was at a specific Target and they didn't have them, but I found someone in electronics that like it was always a crapshoot, especially at Target when you're going in there and you're like, do you guys have any Amiibo? And them going, I don't know the fuck you're talking about. Not saying like that, but like, mm. no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. And this person knew what I was talking about. And I was like, you have any idea if you guys are getting any Martha Amiibo or if you have any Martha Amiibo back or what the deal is? And he's like, yeah, I don't think they're sending any more of those out anytime soon. We like, we got only a specific amount. It wasn't a lot, all the stuff, blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen. I just really am a big Nintendo fan, and I'm trying to collect these. Is there any way you can look up if other stores have it? Because on the website, you can't even search. Like, you couldn't even Martha Amiibo, nothing would come up. So he's like, I can do. He's like, yeah, I can. I can do something for you. It's not going to be 100 percent accurate, but I can try. So like, he looked it up. Whatever he was like, Salem Target says they have some. I'm like, okay. So went there. They had three. Bought all three. And normally I'm not like listen, I'm not the guy that's like going to buy these things and then like flip them. But that's not what I was doing. 
But seeing as how this was a scenario where Amiibos were already proving to be hard to find and looking at like the future of Wave 2 and stuff, because Wave 2 came out in December. I think Wave 2 might have already come out before I was even able to get Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in Wave 2, Wave 2 was Zelda, Diddy Kong, Luigi, Little Mac, Pit, Captain Falcon. Little Mac, impossible. Captain Falcon, you drove with me to that target very mm-hmm. far away, right? Yeah. Uh, some of these were not easy to find. Um, what I ended up doing with those two more, actually, one of the Marths, someone else bought for me. Maybe Dom or maybe Todd. Someone, mm-hmm. do you have Marth? Mm, I don't think so. Then some, someone I just gave it to is like, I got extra, have this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, I eventually traded down the line to get someone I missed. I think it was, mm, I'm trying to think who was store exclusive. Ness was a store exclusive at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Um, maybe Shulk was Shulk GameStop exclusive. I think he might have been. Maybe. Uh, I know. I know. Meta Knight was. Um, Ness was GameStop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greninja might have been a Toys R Us exclusive. Yeah, I think he was. Um, oh, you know what? I think King Dedede might have been a toy. King Dedede. <laughs> I think he might have been a Toys R Us exclusive too. Um, Palatina might have been like Amazon or something. She was. Uh, again weird knowledge about something that really shouldn't have this deep of knowledge Bowser Jr. I think was a was a Toys R Us yeah I don't know regardless the Marths ended up going towards a trade for one I didn't have it might have been Midnight I don't fucking remember um, I'm trying to think because I think I got Rosalina Rosalina was Target mm-hmm. at, af, after the debacle probably after the first two waves I would say I think at that point it was like when a new Mebo came out, I was at the store when it, before it opened. Uh, it was crazy times. I feel like they've gotten a lot better. I feel like with the current release of Amiibo, they haven't been as crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's still some outliers, though, like the Inkling, the Smash Inkling. Never. I saw it one time in a store, and because there was a big break in Smash Amiibo... I'm like, do I... I mean, we were talking about this before, so I don't want to go too in-depth on it, but, like, I was like, do I want to keep buying all these? Like, I do I need to? And I was like, ah, I probably should because I have everything else already. I never saw Inkling after the first day. Um, same with Wolf. I never saw Wolf after the first day. So those two I've never seen come back. Um, Ridley was available for a bit, but I haven't seen him come back. Um the rest of the ones from this current, like, I I don't know if you've noticed, but I have some more Amiibo since, since last week because mm. Krom came out, Incineroar came out, and um, Simon Belmont, who we can't find. Mm. So I'm now nervous that Simon Belmont is going to be one that you can't find, and I went to a few stores and can't find him. So now I got the fucking Amiibo bug. It's back in me. Well, because I'm already in it now. I'm, I'm fucking in it. Like, I... It would be stupid to have all of the fucking Smash 4 Amiibo and then not just get the rest of the roster. Mm-hmm. It would be silly. It would be an incomplete collection. All right. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, factually, yes. It would be an incomplete correct uh, collection. So I feel like I need to 
do it because I want to, but also because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, as as silly as that sounds. Anyways, are there any amiibo coming out that you're looking forward to? I think for the most part, it's just Smash ones that are revealed at the moment. And then there's a the uh, Shovel Knight King of Cards three pack, or maybe it's just Shovel Knight uh, three pack coming out. Yeah. And then I think they're re-releasing the gold Shovel Knight again, which I didn't, mm-hmm. I never got because I think the first run of that was a GameStop exclusive, and I don't really shop at GameStop a lot. Anyways, any any amiibo you're looking forward to? Just Joker. I think so. Uh, no banjo. I mean, maybe banjo might be one where if I happen to be in a store and I see it there, I'm like, all right, I should probably grab this now that I see it. But you like, know, you know, what would be bonkers if the banjo one was a Microsoft Store exclusive. That'd actually be pretty good. That'd be kind of crazy. Yeah, it would make sense. It makes hundred. It makes all the sense in the world, actually. What if it was like you the reg, There was like a regular version that was everywhere, and then there was like a gold version only at Microsoft Store. That'd be kind of fucking badass. I like it as an idea. I mean, obviously they've done variants of non-Smash Amiibo, Shovel Knight, mm. but they have done one variant of Smash Amiibo. You can get Rob and Famicom Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like the fucking three different versions of uh, Bayonetta. Or the oh, two. fuck yeah. You're right. They did Player 1 and Player 2 versions of yeah. all those three, Cloud, Bayonetta, and Corrin. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe they did more than th- two versions. Did they do three of each? I think at least one of them, it might have been Bayonetta, had three different versions. I think Corrin is just, there's a male Corrin, female Corrin. Mm-hmm. Cloud, there's at least, does he have three outfits in Smash? He's got like the... He has the Advent Children one. one. There's yeah. an Amiibo for that. Mm-hmm. Then there's his traditional outfit. Is there a yeah. third outfit? I can't remember. There's at least two. Bayonetta... Might have th- three. Yeah. So I lied. I do have an incomplete collection. Minus the, the two that I'm missing currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have the additional... Um, Four. The, I, I believe they're called the player two versions of those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of that was they were exclusive. Yes. And I think one of them was GameStop. And I just kind of re- hate GameStop. And then... Another one was Best Buy. I think Cloud was Best Buy. I think Bayonetta was Amazon. So then the other Corrin must have been uh, GameStop. Because I think Best Buy, Best Buy, Best Buy, Amazon, and GameStop all had each had a player two exclusive mm-hmm. of those three. Anyways, Amiibo. I probably can't wait for. Hmm. Who else still has yet to come out? Um, gonna get that Terry. Oh, absolutely, getting Terry. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting all of them at this yeah. point. But I mean, ones that I'm excited for. I mean, King Dedede was one of my fucking excited ones. He's a fucking heavy boy too. That's a real heavy amiibo. Do you mean Dedede, or are you talking about King K. Rool? Because did, did I say Dedede? Because I meant King K. Rool. Yeah. Uh, Snake like... is obviously amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Talking about amiibos for fucking half an hour. Mm. What other Switch games are coming out that we Get might see Amiibo for? I'm surprised, actually, that there's no Pokemon Amiibo for this game. Mm-hmm. It seems like a, a, a low-hanging fruit. 
there should be an amiibo for Ring Fit Adventure where you save your, your health stats and then later on you can battle against yourself and uh, see how strong you've become. That's that's some shit I don't want to deal with. Like Look how weak you were. I am weak. Before we move on to our last thing here tonight, mm-hmm. this episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're looking for something sweet and tasty in the morning, you can head on down to Good Morning Fatty at 1 Washington Square from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. every Saturday and Sunday and get yourself something sweet, something savory, or something oh so delicious. Spoiler, they're all delicious. Uh, except for this weekend. If you happen to be listening to us live on Twitch right now and you're coming to get Good Night Fatty, I got bad news for you. They're taking a much-needed break after a long holiday season because obviously Salem, if you're unfamiliar, very busy during the old fall time. So they are not open this week for the first time in a long time. I don't know the last time they were closed. Maybe they took a, a, day, a weekend off after October last year. Maybe. I don't know. They might have, actually. Um, but... If you're looking for something sweet, something tasty, something fun to do, head on down to Goodnight Fatty every weekend from 7 to 11 and get yourself something delicious and let them know Pass Control sent you. Check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and take a look at these cookies that, honestly, we can't get enough of. Since there's no cookies to get this weekend, Mike, mm-hmm. did you procure some sort of other treat to, to get you by? Mm-hmm. I feel like I might go to Target after this and get like a bag of fucking Oreos or something. Oh, my. I just feel like I need I need to get my fix. I forget. Did you ever try the uh, mystery ones? Mystery no. thing's over now, I believe. I don't even think I've seen them in stores. Oh. I think it's already out of stores. Yeah. Did you win? Did you get the Fruity Pebbles? Was it Fruity uh, Pebbles or something? Fruit Loops or something? That was the last year. Didn't you say you knew knew what this one was? Yeah. What is it? Well, I don't want to give it away now. But isn't it? Can't, isn't the submission? The submission is over. I'm pretty sure it was churro. Didn't you tell me this though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For some probably. reason, I thought I it was probably did. Fruity Pebbles. I thought you told me. I thought you said Fruity you and your work coworkers uh, figured it out. It was, um, yeah, it was Fruity Pebbles last time. Oh, okay. And then this year it was churro. All right. So one of the last things I wanted to talk about tonight, Mike, was Stadia is officially here. Mm-hmm. So is the xCloud beta. Mm-hmm. You're a very privileged individual because you have both. Mm-hmm. Now... We'll start with Stadia, since that's the thing that more people have access to. Well, kind of. And uh, the internet likes to say that it was not a good launch for mm-hmm. a number of reasons. How was your experience with Stadia so far? Uh, the launch was weird, because, like, Was your out, code delayed? It, it came out that what was it Tuesday like I I eventually got in, in my email Tuesday it might have been Tuesday afternoon okay because some, some people were saying they didn't get it for days yeah I was surprised how late I got let's see if I can figure out exactly when I got it um it's time to do stay yeah three days ago yeah I got it like five in the afternoon I got my okay. code um and then you know i signed up but my equipment didn't show up until yesterday what else is it besides the controller controller um and a chromecast okay 
So you couldn't you could still use it though outside of the Chromecast, right? I could still like I couldn't play it on my TV, but I, in theory, could have played it on my computer. You didn't try to do any of that. I didn't try. To, I um, actually I did. I tried to play on my Chromebook. Okay. Except, and I had read this article like a couple, like a little while ago. I saw this article, and I thought to myself, "Oh, this probably applies to me," but I don't really care. Uh, some Chromebooks are old enough now that they've like stopped getting support, mm-hmm. and I I've had this one since like 2011. So when I tried running Stadia, I was like, "Oh, you have to update Chrome." Um, I don't you don't know anything about Chromebooks. Basically, Chromebooks are basically like a they're a computer, but really they're just a Chrome browser running, and that's how it does everything. So my Chrome, like, yeah, it's not like a it does a bunch of computer things. It's just that it does everything through Chrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I tried playing it, and my Chromebook couldn't run Stadia. Oh. So I was like, oh, all right. Um, so, yes. That's what I, And then I, after that, I was like, eh, whatever. I'll Wait, so you haven't even tried to use it on your TV yet? No, because I would have to plug it into an HDMI port. I don't have it. I'd have to like go behind my TV and probably unplug my Wii U and plug in the Stadia. I mean, plug in the Chromecast, and then the Chromecast has to get plugged into an outlet. It's all it's a whole process. So, have you at least looked through the library? Have you tried doing it on your phone? Is your phone compatible with it currently or no? Currently, no. I would need a Google um, Pixel. Uh, yeah, I need a Pixel. What do you have? A Samsung? Fucking... I got a Galaxy S nine. Um, so, where was I going with this? Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I don't think I can play. I think it would if I try to launch it here. Um, it will try. It will like want me to cast it to some other device. Oh, interesting. Um, as it stands, Destiny and Samurai Showdown are the only two games I think I can play for free. Okay. And, and then everything else I would have to pay for. Um, this is the library, it appears. Yeah, so, I I mean, have you scrolled through this library? Have you looked at this stuff? I know I had looked at whatever they had said prior to um, it launching. Mm-hmm. I did want to. I think when they announced Stay a Guilt was the game that actually looked interesting yeah. to me. Well, I think that's. I believe that's the only game that's on there that is. Exclusive? Exclusive to Stadia. And the other disheartening thing about Stadia mm-hmm. is that all of the games that are on there are not old, but they're older. Mm-hmm. And for many of those games their full price on there. Yeah. But you can buy some of those games for like half the price elsewhere because yeah. they've been out for so long. Um I don't know. I feel like they made some bad decisions mm-hmm. with a lot of the things here. And I think it's going to ultimately hurt them in the long run. Quite possibly, yes. I think they might have to change the structure of things. I think somehow. I think the only way they can dig themselves out of the hole they've created 
is by turning it into like keeping what it is at its core, I guess, unless they need to fix other things. Mm-hmm. But because it, when it launches for the public next year, yeah, it will be free, right? There's a free version. Okay. Oh, look at this thing. Look at this fucking Stadia box. Founders edition. Like, you're so fancy. Yeah. I'm... Be, since it is... Wow, this is a nice controller, actually. Yeah. I mean... Okay. Controller feels really good. This is a really good-feeling controller. Very, uh... Feels good. I feel like the color... I like, I, I like it. Yeah. Like, I... It's not that I want Stadia to not do well. Like, I don't... That's not a thing. But I feel like unless they're going to pivot quickly to a Game Pass type of model or a subscription service type of model, they're not going to be able to sustain. Yeah. Because especially with which you have had time to play with xCloud, right? In the beta. I, I touched it a little bit. Has What did you play on it? I just played Tekken for like a... How was it? Um, I feel like the control input was a bit noticeable. I, I think Tekken was like the worst game to like try and playing with okay. xCloud. Um, but, I mean, the quality seemed okay. I could probably, when we were done with this, I could crack open. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have to pair a... Bluetooth? I have to pair a controller to it. As a matter of fact, I wanted to know if I could pair... If this controller would work with xCloud... Or okay. vice versa, if I could use an Xbox. I'm pretty sure you can... Actually, I know you can use an Xbox controller with uh, Stadia. I just don't I think know if you, it works the way around. I think you can use most Bluetooth controllers with Stadia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... This one might... This might be different, because I know this... Well, I think Stadia, I think the Stadia controller has features, like things it can do with the controller that the others can't. Yes. So Stadia, in particular, I know that the controller itself, if you're playing let's say with the Chromecast or whatever, and you're playing this, the controller, um, <laughs> the controller uh, actually connects to the Wi-Fi as to, like, avoid some input delay. Oh, okay. So that way, you, like, what you're seeing, you see what you're seeing when you're playing, and then the control inputs go directly to the internet. Interesting. Like, I, again, I like the idea of Stadia, I think that they would have avoided a lot of these unnecessary problems if they just waited. I don't I don't know why they felt like they had to get it out. If they had done an in, um a beta in the same way that in the same way that XCloud was doing theirs. I mean, they did do a beta. I was in their beta. Okay. But um, yeah, when it was, but it was like a, it was named something else, right? It was like a secret thing before I, Stadia was announced. I, before it was the Stadia Assassin's was, Creed thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't think it. I don't um, think it was called Stadia then. I think it was just like a tease yeah. of we're gonna try this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I was in that, and like it ran well when I was playing it on that. Um, but maybe they should have tried a, a, a bigger beta after that. Yeah, it's. It's a weird space, and I here here's where I feel about Stadia. I think that Stadia is probably going to bring a lot of cool things to the table. It's going to have a lot of issues. It's going to have some growing pains. But I ultimately think it's going to be the Wii U 
of what will eventually be the Switch, and I don't think that Google will be the person that makes the Switch. I think xCloud will be the Switch of this type of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that xCloud now only... Be- like, Microsoft only benefits now from seeing any issues that Stadia has. Yeah. Um, but, but again, part of the... Part of the... One of the big problems with Stadia for me personally, and which is why I ultimately was like, I don't need to buy this anytime soon. Like, I don't need to spend money on this. I don't need to buy... Like, as much as I want to feel cool and have a Founders Edition and be like, fucking day one, hype boy, let's, let's go. I'm like, looking at the games that are coming out for it, I either don't need any of these games, I've already played these games, or I just don't care about these games. And... The idea that... Potentially... If these games get delisted from the store, or if Stadia ends up shit in the bed, mm-hmm. you just lose all that shit. Yeah, like it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, mean, I know that media is going that way in general. Yeah. So like eventually, you know, everything is going to be for the most part digital storefronts and digital whatever, or streaming services or whatever it is. So eventually, we're just all going that way. But that's like a when we still have all this other stuff that isn't like that. Do I want to make that jump for a risky move of is Stadia going to work? Is it going to stay around? Is Google going to do it for a few years and then fucking bounce? Yeah. It would be nice to get some sort of assurances. Like, like again, I've talked about it before. With the beta, at the very least, if I had put enough time into playing... Um, if I put enough time into playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they would have given me a copy of the game. Like, I would have gotten it in... Um, is it Origin? Uh Ubisoft's thing the is... The one that you... The one that you did in the beta thing? Yeah. Uh, it was Odyssey, I think. It was Odyssey, but, like, what's um, what's Ubisoft's, like, store? It, oh, Origin is their store. Yeah, so, like, if I put enough time into it, since I wouldn't have access to it after the beta, all my data would have been transferred over to, like, a copy of the game okay. in their storefront. So, like, I don't think they could... Um, I don't think they could ever be upfront and be like, hey, listen, if this all fails, you know, we have a backup plan because they couldn't, like, admit, like, hey, there's yeah. a possibility that this will suck and, like, no one will like it. But it would be nice if we had some sort of assurances that, you know, this. Or I don't know if they could ever make a deal with, like, hey, I see that you've got this account on, you know, let's say Ubisoft's digital storefront and you've yeah. already purchased this game. You own this game. How about you play yeah. it in here instead so that way you can... So play it within our platform. So that's one of the ways I was thinking that that maybe Google can fix some some of their glaring problems in my opinion. And that brings up other issues because especially because Microsoft is looking to be a big player in this front. Mm. Sony, we're still really unsure. Nintendo my guess is Nintendo will maybe partner with Microsoft and just be like, yeah, you can fucking do it on ours. Um, but when it comes to, like, xCloud, Game Pass is on there. Mm-hmm. And that alone gives you a suite of really good games and AAA fucking big games that come out at launch. Mm-hmm. For a very cheap fee, in my opinion. I mean, money is relative. It's, you know, $8 to me and $8 to someone else, completely different. I get it. 
but I think that for the the value that they charge for Game Pass, and maybe that price changes when XCloud comes out, maybe it changes over time, who knows? But for now, that price, and a lot of times you can get that on sale for like a buck or two bucks, you know what I mean? Like you can get it for for a good price, Game Pass. Um, I think the value is like the, very distorted in our favor. I think there's a lot there for a very low buy-in. And granted, Stadia is free, but you have to pay for the game. It's a very limited library. It's 20-something games. 20-something games. I I don't know if it's going to change by the time the free version is... I think there's available. some more games that are supposed to come out by the end of the year, and then obviously they're going to look to keep building up that library. They, I mean, they need to, yeah. especially with games that are more current. Um, but uh, to get back to the point I was really trying to marry with yours is, yeah, I, I think that if they were to partner with other platforms or other whoever to get more things on there like i don't know what valve's plan is with steam but like if they were to somehow work out a deal with steam and your steam library was now on stadia that'd be fucking huge and i think a lot of people would be like i'm down with this i could have sworn steam is also doing their own thing but i i might have dreamt that and and i imagine they would and i would imagine they would um but like even if they do work out a thing with like ubisoft that's a small corral of games and that's i mean is that enough to move the needle is it enough to get people on board with Stadia? I don't know. It, and that's also, not only that, it's, it's you're taking people that are on Stadia that also have purchased these games in Ubisoft Origin, which is already probably not a lot of people. Because I believe Ubisoft's games are also on Steam. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Some of them are. I know, e, I know EA is now starting to put their games back on Steam. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I think separate launchers is somehow not good for a lot of those people now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, the The thing that I'm worried about with that is what I hope doesn't happen is that, like, oh, we're in this halfway point where there's some streaming situations and then there's, like, traditional consoles still. And we're still in that middle way point. We're going to be there for, I don't know, five to seven years maybe. In that middle ground time, if you or I want to be a part of the stream family, like you have, uh, you know, Ubisoft games. If you want them on the streaming side of things, are only on Stadia. Or if you want, um, I don't know, EA games on the streaming side of things, they're only on XCloud. That gets like dicey, dangerous. I don't want to play in that world. I don't want to get into the point where now Stadia and XCloud are like buying up exclusives. Yeah. In that way. I see that as like a really dicey, dicey way. That's that. I mean, that's that's Hulu, that's Netflix, that's Disney Plus. That's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's gonna get to the point where if we get away from traditional consoles, then it's like XCloud, Stadia, maybe Amazon has something, whatever. Now you're gonna fucking buy three things to do it all, and your your games are all segregated across these three different streaming platforms, and you don't actually own them, and who the fuck else knows what. So, it's interesting. I think. The way that we're at right now, I think Xbox, I think Microsoft and xCloud have a much better situation and are poised to do more mm-hmm. and be more successful. Yeah. This uh, first gen of um, streaming consoles, it's probably going to work out in, again, after all this, you can test it out on my yeah. phone. What, what do you, like, your baseline thoughts right now, having a little bit of time with both or you know 
they're be they're whole, both here in your hands. Where are you at? Like, how do you feel about this? Here, here's where I'm at because it's it's really tough to say because I have not played Stadia in its current iteration. Like I said, I played the beta uh-huh. and it seemed to run pretty well, all things considered. Um, and then for XCloud, I kind of played one game. Um, for like a, a bit and by play I mean like I went to the training mode like I pressed some buttons and like I said I know it's like you know I'll hit up on the control stick like that and then a beat would pass and the yeah. character would kind of jump it's like if and that's a fighting game so like yeah. it's a bad example the thing is that but, but that's also like a that's a good example of like not every game yeah. is going to be great on these services every, but here's what I'm getting at at the very least and this is probably because it's a beta xCloud had like a bunch of games that I could have potentially played. That was the, yes. that's the only thing. That I, a bunch of games I could potentially play without having to pay for it. Whereas yeah. Stadia, I get those two games for free because they're part of like that library. Mm. And then everything else, I would have to pay full price for these games. Yeah. And, and not for nothing, I actually want to reiterate, I think that latency in general is mm-hmm. bad for every game. Because if I'm playing fucking Mario and... My jumps and runs are off. Take a look at the games that are actually there. I was actually going to try out, um, I think, Sea of Thieves was there. I was like, oh, I should probably hop on Sea of Thieves and fucking... <laughs> now, does this, like, if you were to play Halo on here, like, the, or Sea of Thieves, I guess, is this, like, tied to the Xbox ecosystem? Like, you could play with me on Xbox to Xbox? I don't know. X-Cloud? So, the other day when you saw me playing Tekken, what did, what did Xbox... Oh, did you just see... I saw it in Discord. In Discord? Okay. Yeah, my Discord is connected to my Xbox. So, so then, yeah, it must just be the same ecosystem. I would imagine, because especially if there's games like Halo and Sea of Thieves on here, I would imagine that... Is this just Game Pass, or is this something different? I think it's just all games in... Um, that streaming. are in Game Pass, right? Or, oh, I'm, you mean like... like I'm, I'm assuming that this is all, like this library oh, is also the Game Pass library. Probably. Um, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine because I mean, Gears Five is on here. I mean, granted, these these games have single player modes, but I would imagine that, you know, the pool of people on the XCloud beta is very small because it's like a, it's a beta. Yeah, in fact, I was surprised I even got in because like I you did it late. I, no, oh, I entered it. Is that on Game Pass then? I, I entered it. I never heard anything from them, and then I was like looking in my own app store. and I saw the the app for it, so I downloaded it. It wouldn't let me in, and then like, mm. the next day I got an email saying that I was in the beta. See, the thing that's exciting about xCloud to me is I'm in the Xbox ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff already there for me. And it ties back to my current gaming ecosystem. Where Stadia is a brand new ecosystem. So for a lot of other reasons, that's a ba- that's a, a tricky thing to navigate. You know what I mean? I don't know. Regardless of where this ends up or how things shake out, I am excited to see this side of things progress and move forward, but I have not sold on Stadia. If anything, I've lost lost some hope that it's going to do well at all. Um, before we wrap things up here, we do have a question from Patreon, which, Mike, if you wanted to contribute to the show no i don't (laughs) anyways uh this question comes from patreon from a friend of the show sapphire jade and she asks do you think in a la carte jesus 
a la carte model, mm. uh, parentheses, base game, the every available add-on listed separately, instead of 50 different special editions of games would be better for the way games are sold? Would it make you personally spend more on a game if you could get exactly what you wanted without overpaying for extras you did not want or need? How are you feeling about that topic, Mike? Well, on the one hand, I think it would be better off for me if I was still a person that ran out buying games all the time to be like, oh, you know what, I just want this version of the game. If I really just want to play it, I can get it on the base level. And if I'm really into it, I'm like, all right, fine, yeah. I'll buy these updates. But then again, what I typically end up doing, I think, sometimes, maybe, is just like forgetting about the game. Yeah. And then one day the Game of the Year version comes out. Bang. Like, oh, all right, here we go. I'll get this one for, you know, $10. A couple, of, a couple of scraps. A couple couple of... Um, Nibs and Nabs? No, I was looking for a president's name, and you fucking threw me off with Nibs and Nabs, so forget it. Boom, <laughs> it's gone. A couple of, couple of Jacksons? No, it's couple, A couple of Franklins? It's it's done. A couple of Hamiltons? He's on a bill, right? Yes. $100 bill? No. Benjamin. That's Benjamin. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins. Uh, Hamilton on the 50? Uh, Grant. Who the fuck is Hamilton on? Hamilton might be on the... Oh, he's on the $250 bill. Okay, I'm done. Wait, no, I don't... What is Hamilton on? Uh, Washington's on the 1, Lincoln's yeah. on the 5. Yeah. Who's on the 10? Might be Hamilton. All right, there we go. Who's on the 20? Jackson. 50's Ulysses? That's great, yes. And 100 is... Benjamin Franklin. Those are the only bills, right? We're not losing our fucking marbles here? Well, I mean, there's the $2 bill if you care about that one. I have a. I actually have like a stack of two dollar bills. I don't know what to do with them. Who's on that one? I don't know. Jefferson. Who, that's it, right? Um, Unless you're an account fucking the coins, like the dollar the coins. coins. I had heard recently who was on the largest printed uh, bill. There's like a. It wasn't like fucking mass circulation. Wait, there's a bill that's bigger than a hundred dollar bill. Yes, there's um. Like it wasn't like widely circulated, but I think it's like some. It might be like a grand or it might be like five grand. There's like a bill that it at least existed at some point, and I forget who's on it. I don't know how fucking baller you'd have to be to be like, <laughs> I'll get this. Make change for my $500,000 bill. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna buy this house. Sir, there's only like, you know, 12 bills in here. Look at them. Oh, shit. Do you deal with paper money a lot anymore? I don't. Uh, I almost like don't at all maybe if i go to like the barber and i'm like and i have to like make i have to make it a point to go to an atm before i do, I do too so i i that's what i try to do i try to avoid the atm i'll instead like like today i went to target to get well to look for our assignment amiibo mm -hmm. but also to get some paper towels and then paper towels and um when i was cashing out, i was like oh yeah i don't have any cash on me let me take out 20 bucks. Yeah. I usually try to keep like a rolling 20 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Because other than to tip when I get a coffee, mm -hmm. I don't need cash. Yeah, I typically don't. There, there came a point in my, in my life where like I will spend cash and then not immediately replenish it in my wallet. Yeah. And what ends up happening a lot is I don't actually have cash on me. And then my mother will pop up and she'll be like, hey, can can you loan me a $10? I don't have cash yeah. on me. That's not I, how I just know. my life anymore. I used, yeah, I, I would say like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, I would try to keep like, I, I think like- I used six, to I think, think 60 that I would to, need money more yeah, often I than I actually I think 60 did. to 80 was like my, 
I would keep that Look amount in my wallet. I got, I got the fatty card. I got a couple of gift cards and uh, a picture of me. <laughs> Wait, you have a picture of you? I got a picture of me. Oh, that's a dope picture. The person who invents this will be very rich. One card. To rule them all. That can just do everything that's in your wallet. Um, I think someone's tried. They've tried and failed for various reasons. Yeah, I'm sure there's many reasons as to why, but like, I also have a wallet that's full of a bunch of fucking things that I don't, like they might, each thing might serve one purpose and the velocity in which I have to actually use them is so low, but I keep them there because I don't want to lose them. I don't know when I'm going to need to use them and that's it. I don't know when I'm going to use them and I don't want to lose them. So instead I'll put them in one spot. So if I do lose them, I lose them all. Lose them all. Um. Anyways, we ride together, we die together. But the wallet is becoming obsolete. Like I don't really actually. Oh, I want need to it. change my wallet. That was the thing I want to do. I need, I want to get a new wallet. I want to get a new wallet too, and I look from time to time. And I'm not gonna spend like a lot of money on a wallet because again, I think wallets are quickly becoming obsolete. Mm. But I just don't need to buy like a fucking hundred dollar wallet. I don't think I need a hundred dollar wallet, but I want a nice wallet. Yeah. I want a nice wallet. I always wanted to, like, I was like, see, back when cash was still more relevant to my life, I was like, do I need to be, like, the money clip guy? Am I just, like, a clip? Like, do I need all this other stuff and just clip everything? And I don't, and I'm glad I didn't turn into that guy. No. Um, I don't want to be a clip guy, but, like, part of me wants to get, like, one of, like, those thin, you know, like, it's almost like, it's like a sleeve, and you just put a bunch of cards in there. Yeah. But I was like, ah, I don't think I want to do that. Like, I I can't do what Todd does. Like, I think this, I think this is actually the worst possible thing you could do is Todd has that, I mean, it literally bad because he lost his fucking debit card at PAX. Oh, yeah. But he keeps everything in a wallet on his phone. Yeah. And that's like, okay, so if you lose your phone, you lose literally everything. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like that only because I, it's the case part because, like, my phone wireless charge, I can tap to do yeah. things. Like, I don't want anything to get in the way of that. Honestly, I, like, the other day, I was cleaning my phone and... I haven't taken this case off in a while, and I, like, for a long time, actually probably for, like, the first six iPhones, Mm -hmm. I never put a case on it. Like, I'm so crazy about my phone that I don't, like, let anything happen to it that I didn't, I probably, the first six iPhones maybe, maybe even more, I didn't have a case on it, but this was probably three... Well, we can actually figure out which phone I had it because it was about probably three or four years ago. So however many iPhones ago that would have been for me. Mm-hmm. I was getting out of the car. I would put my phone in my pocket, my jacket pocket, which now I usually never put my... When I'm in my car, I never yeah. put it in my jacket pocket. I got out of my car. It wasn't fully in my pocket. When I stepped out, it fell out. It landed flat. And it fucking shattered. And it was the worst thing in the world because, A, I'm so anal about my phone. Like, I am so careful with my phone. It's, like, the thing I treat, like, too cautiously. And after that point, I was like, all right, it's a case from here on out. Never breaking my phone again. Uh, and I still like I don't I don't bit like do you have tempered glass in the front or something I yeah. don't do that to my phone still I only get a case it has a little bit of a lip so mm-hmm. if it does fall face flat it shouldn't it shouldn't hit, hit it yeah. I mean it still can if it hits 
fat, fat, like hard enough. Yeah. But then I deserve to break my phone. If I'm fucking, my phone yeah. flies off the fucking thing. When I took my phone out of the case the other day, like I, like I just think it's so sexy. Like I just think it's a sexy looking phone. That's, I fucking hate cases for that's that reason. The same thing. So like I have a case on my phone. I also have a screen protector. So like <clears throat> I just, it's a long story, but basically my screen protector had failed a long time ago, like mm-hmm. a year ago. And then the case I recently purchased also started to fail. So I replaced them both at roughly the same time. Yeah. But when I took them, like when both of them were off my phone, it's like this is a this is like a very nice. Yeah. This is a very nice. And phone. it's so thin. It's so. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just a nice piece. Like honestly, like, even with the screen protector off and the case off, I'm like, wow, this this feels like a different phone. Yeah, it really does feel like a different phone. Like get get a fucking get a little yeah. that guy. Like that's a fucking sexy piece of tech. Like yeah. I think that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm partial to Apple, but like mm. other phones too. I I feel like the iPhone is one of the sexiest pieces of tech. I just think it's always, besides like the beginning days, yeah. I feel like it's always super sleek and fucking just sexy and like I like the no like the bezel mm-hmm. like it, just no bezel. It's just a little fucking thing. It's just it's fucking nice. We have, and then uh, like look. Just look how sexy, thin, slim, yeah. and then you put this thing on, and it's still a very like unobtrusive fucking yeah. thing. But like, it's a completely different thing yeah, now. It's... Like, it's a different, it's heavier. Mm-hmm. It's just a different animal now. Yeah. So um, we've gone way off topic of the question, and we're running super long. But I want to quickly say, despite what we just said, yeah, if I had the money, I would one hundred percent buy the new Motorola Razor. Is it so? Besides the fact that you're uh, want to buy that thing, is it actually a good phone or no? I have no idea. I it, just know it exists. In in terms of specs, it's not great. It's probably not as good as like. Up until this phone, has Motorola still been making phones? Yeah, I mean, not as much. So they kind of changed hand a couple times, and like, I forget what the last Moto phone Hello, actually was. But. I don't think I ever had a Motorola phone. I always wanted a Chirp, but I never, like yeah. the Chirpy phones, but mm. I never had one. With the Nextels? Yeah. Oh, Weren't yeah. those Motorola? Uh, I don't remember. I could have sworn they were a different. They might have been Motorola. I'm I, pretty sure they were Motorola. I had a Moto Crazer. I never had the Moto, I never had the Razor. Like... See, I don't think I ever had a Razor either. I'm sure, I don't think I did. I always wanted one. See, growing, like in high school, like mm-hmm. when, because I didn't have a phone before high school. Um,. Did you have a phone in high school? You did. Yes. We all did, right? Uh, I I feel like I never had any of the cool phones. Like, mm. actually, I did have a Motorola. I had a Motorola in high school, but it was like not a cool one. Yeah. Um, but like, I always wanted a Sidekick. Never got one of those. Yeah, I wanted a Sidekick. Always wanted an Xtel. Never got one of those. Yeah. Always wanted a Razer. Never got one of those. Mm. Instead, it was I had a Sony Ericsson. Ooh. And it was probably a fine phone. Actually, I did kind of like that phone. Yeah, the Ericsson's were fine. But. I had that, and then I had, after I broke that phone, uh, I fucking really broke that phone. Uh, I smashed it real good off the floor on purpose. Mm. I was not happy. Um, I got a, like, flip phone, Motorola phone, and it was, I mean, it was fine. I had a Super Mario ringtone. Yeah, but that was that was the best. Like, I had to fucking look up how to like type out the song I wanted with MIDI and be like beep 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 
And then my Those phone days. Those are the days, man. Yeah. But yeah, I never had one of the cool phones. Did you have a cool phone? Besides the Crazer, I guess? I I mean, even the Crazer wasn't like cool. Like, I feel like when I... I don't even know what it is, but I would have been like, Mike's got a cool phone. The Crazer was like the next thing after the Razer. And it was like, it was like a flip phone. It was like, I think it might have been fatter than the Razer when it was like closed. Yeah. But it was thinner. Um, okay. I had the gunmetal. Uh, I never had like the cool phone. I think I went from I had a Virgin Mobile phone. I forget what the exact model was. I had a Motorola, and I I know the model number. I could probably look it up and find it. It's like it was like a flip phone. And then after that, I had the Crazer, and then after that, I had the LG NV something. It was basically. By the time I had that phone... I may have had an LG at some point, too. I can't remember. By the time I had that phone, I think most people were transitioning to smartphones. So, like, I think by the time I had that phone, you might have had an iPhone. I think Peter had a Moto Droid, which is what I really wanted. Wait. Was iPhone the first smartphone? No. It it was probably like the first... I mean, it was the first big one. Because prior to that, if you wanted, like, a phone that had smart capabilities, it was probably, like, a PDA or, like, a... Blackberry or like something? Like a Blackberry. When the iPhone came out... A Palm Pilot? A Palm Pilot, yeah. When the iPhone came out, like that was the big deal. And then everyone else was kind of play, trying to play catch-up after that. Because it was the first like finger touchscreen, right? I think it was the first one that, had, that could do multi-touch. I don't know if the first iPhone could do multi-touch. Like, the first iPhone couldn't fucking send picture messages. It couldn't send picture messages, that's true. Like, that was an, I think that was an AT&T thing and not a, a, like not a thing on the device. Okay. Yeah, yes, the first one couldn't, but I'm pretty sure it could. It was the first one that did multi-touch. It had some other, you know, nifty features. That yeah, no, it had cool features. I mean, I I, rem- I got one. I got one for my birthday, mm-hmm. the, fir- with the first one that came out. I... At some point, I tr- would would sell my iPhone when I was buying the new one. Mm. I don't think I sold the first one. I think I have it somewhere still. It's fucking ugly. Oh yeah, like super ugly. Super ugly. It, it's super like, small. Yeah, it's like it, old DS ugly. Yeah, it's like actually. Oh my god, <laughs> the Tesla car is a fucking old DS. It's an old DS, but I I'm one hundred percent on board with it. Oh no, car. so. I've been trying to, like, weigh the waters on Twitter. I'm like, are people liking this or not? Because, mm-hmm. like, the first time I saw it, I was like, that shit's dope. Yeah. Like, that's fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. It's dope. If if I were in the market for a pickup truck, and How I How much think, money is that going to cost? Is there a price tag? At the base, the base model is forty grand. The base oh, model. Oh, I mean, oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Is the base model bad? I, I think the base model is bad if you're buying a pickup truck. Okay. I mean, I guess if you're going to fucking buy a Tesla, you got to buy it. You got to buy it. You got to buy it. Yeah. You can't just fucking go baby And I stuff. wonder if I would still, like, if I, like, full disclosure, like, if I were to, if I had all the money in the world and I wanted to buy a new car, I would get a Tesla. Like, that, yeah. that was my goal. So I don't know if, like, the Tesla branding is part of what makes me say, like, I want this car. But I think besides that, like, Mike, I want this car. Let's be very clear. That's fine to have that as a goal because yeah. part of my goal is to have a good kitchen. Oh yeah, that's true. So I mean, we're we're, we're speaking yeah. the same language here. So yeah, um, yeah. I've been like, if I were the guy that was like, I need a pickup truck because I'm moving things. I don't know what you do with a pickup truck, but like, I'd want that car because people are gonna look at it and be like, they'll they'll either think it's super ugly or be like, 
Oh, this guy's a fucking baller. No, it's fucking kind of awesome. Like, I kind of love it. And the more I see it, I'm like, I want to know what it looks like inside. Are there pictures of that or no? Um, I watched someone's review and he got to, like, ride in one. Um, it's it's three seats in the front, three seats in the, three seats in the back. I think the front dash is almost, like... I'll show you the video after because okay. I can't really describe it very well. I mean, like, it literally... It's very minimalistic. It, and I like that. I mean, it literally looks like, yeah, we're going to fucking go for a ride. We're going to go fucking drive around the moon for a second. Like, And yeah. I love that. I love that about it. It looks, as, it looks like if I was watching Back to the Future 2 and, like, what do we think cars are going to look like in the future? Like that. <laughs> it looks like if you, like... It took all took all the leftover polygons from like uh, cruising USA on mm-hmm. N sixty four and just threw them together and painted them silver. Yeah, it'd be that, but good. Yes, I'd get that car. I would get that car too. It, it, it's fucking cool. Like it, like part of it's like Moon Rover, part of it's like space tank, mm-hmm. but all of it's fucking dope. Yeah. Granted, it would hurt very much if you got hit by one of those things. I mean, it would hurt if you got hit by any truck. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that one would really hurt. Yeah, that would it would hurt. All those sharp edges. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to like Mr. Tesla or not. Uh, uh, fucking it, whatever it, his name it, is. Like, your feelings on Elon Musk might change Musk. like week. Week to week. He might do something like super stupid one week and like the next week. Yeah, like, yeah, like I, cool I I really do think that he's he's a super villain and doesn't know it. Yeah. He, there's going to be some crazy, you know, third act turn where it's like, oh, I realize now all this time I, I thought I was the hero, but really I'm the villain. You know what, though? Like, if you were, if I was, you can drive in this scenario because it's your car. Mm-hmm. You're, you're driving this fucking, does it have a name, Cybertruck? I think it's... I don't know if it's actually called Cybertruck or everyone's just calling it Cybertruck. Okay, well, regardless... I didn't watch the full... Re- I didn't watch... I didn't like watch the... any of it. I've only seen pictures and yeah. I'm like, I love this thing. Um, in memes. Uh, whatever it's called. You're driving it. We're fucking having a good time. We got some good beats bumping. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would totally fit the aesthetic of that uh, safari that we're on. Mm-hmm. If I then pulled out one of Elon Musk's fucking flamethrowers out of the window, and was like shooting it. Yeah, like it would match everything that's going on. I it looks like a good car to be driving around if we did go into like a weird post-apocalyptic. Oh, absolutely. And we're just like running around. Like, it, it looks heavily fortified. Like yes. it looks like that could be a despite war, the war fact machine. that they were trying to say like how good the glass was and like they threw something at it and it broke immediately. Wait, really? Yeah. They, oh God. They. They were showing off, like, the glass, like, how good it was, and, like, they, you know, they dropped, like, they showed, like, the glass standalone somewhere else, and, like, they dropped something on it, and, like, it didn't break. So then they walk up to, like, the actual demo car, they had, like, a steel ball, and they threw it out one of the windows, and it, and it shattered. It didn't break all the way through, but, like, it shattered. And then, like, oh, well, let's try this other window. Other one shattered. But, like, oh, well. <laughs> That's great. That's fucking fantastic. How do you not practice that? How is that not a thing that you're practicing before? Let's just make sure. I mean, it must have it must have worked previously at some point. Maybe is my assumption. Yikes! They replaced the windows like for like the test rides after the fact, but like that was like the one prototype. They're like, yeah, see, the glass is great. Boink. Anyways, yep. I don't know how we talk about any of that. Where? How did we get from this question to that? I don't know. However, back to uh, the, let me read this question again. I think uh, 
Instead of 50 different specials, there's one of you better way to get it sold. Um, I think yes. that some games do this already. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to buy the Fighter's Pass if you don't want to. You can buy these people off the cart. Yeah. Like, I think that, I think that some games are smart about their DLC or their packages and allow you to buy things more a la carte. Uh, if you really want to break it down, I think that there's some games going into the future that I don't know if it was like this with this current Call of Duty, but I, if it's not, then it must be with the next one. Like even even in part of PlayStation's like marketing for the PS5 so far, saying things like, um, we we're only gonna if you want to just install the multiplayer part of this game you can do that if you just want to install the single player you can do that so i can also see you know it even going as far to be like hey we're activision we're going to try to expand our sales even more if you only care about the single player campaign of call of duty fucking blip lorps adventure mm-hmm. you can spend 40 dollars on that or if you only care about the multiplayer of Call of Duty fucking Blip Lorps Adventure, you can spend $40 on that. Or you can spend 60 and get both, the whole game. That way, you know, it allows the a la carte option, but then it also allows people who are like, ah, oh, well, I'll just spend the extra 20 bucks. You know what I mean? I'll just mm-hmm. spend the extra 20 bucks. But then the people who don't do that, maybe like, fuck, I only bought the single player because that's all I care about. But fucking Todd's on and Mike's on and they keep hounding me. Fuck it, I'll just I'll spend forty bucks and I'll buy the other thing. And now they just fucking spend eighty. Granted, I think that some studios would probably or some publishers would be like, all right, if you buy this, you get a discount on the other fucking thing. If you buy it, whatever. I don't know, but I, I can see the I can see that model already existing in certain games, and I can see that continuing to be a trend where things become more purchase friendly. Because it's, I mean, the goal for them, for publishers, is to get more people to buy it. Right. So if they can get more people buying by offering different options of payment or different options of what people want, I think you'll sell more overall. Mm -hmm. I mean, you may lose some people that don't want to buy this part of it, but only want to buy this part of it. But you might get more people buying both parts of it that weren't going to buy it to begin with, yeah. because they can buy it in separate separate ways. I think I think you'll see that type of thing become more uh, more of a thing in the industry. Um, I don't know if it would make me personally spend more money. I I, I think that I I think I already spend more money on things I don't need. I feel like I downloaded, I downloaded the fucking, I spent $15 last week and bought Stormtrooper for Fortnite. I haven't played Fortnite in like six months. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. So I think, I think if anything, if there are options for me to spend less money, I would do that by buying all the card stuff. Hmm. So I would probably save money in this scenario and not buy more. I don't know. All right, good talk. But Mike. Wrap it up. Yeah, we should wrap this up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast, episode 170. As always, you can find all of Pass Controller's content at PassTheController.io and on social media and Twitch at PassController. You can find me at Begroom. You can find this guy at underscore MikeOPath. If you are a friend of the show, a fan of the show, want to help support the show, 
you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller, becoming a patron, or going to thread pass the controller.threadless.com, buying some sweet, sweet swag from our shop. Share the social media, share the podcast on social media. I said very far. Share the podcast on social media. Leave us a five star review on iTunes. Pretty, pretty please. And uh, I don't know. Say what up. Word. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We got so derailed off of everything. Yeah. I have no idea what just fucking happened. Yep. But thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Passion Control Podcast, episode 170.